Hello, and welcome back to the No More Trauma podcast. My name is Tanya, trauma survivor, certified trauma-informed yoga teacher and yoga therapist, coach, and wellness facilitator. My mission is to provide healing, mental health tips, and inspiration for living a trauma-free lifestyle. You can find this podcast on Apple, SoundCloud, and on YouTube. Now, because this is the uh, yoga therapy series, I also like to just share that the purpose of the yoga therapy series is gathering med medical diagnoses uh, and challenges and applying a yogic perspective, wellness options, and inspirations for, for achieving a um, healing and a, a life of healing and vitality. The information I offer on this podcast is based on my life, student, and teacher experience as a yoga teacher, yoga therapist, coach, students, and professional. This does not substitute or replace any medical or holistic services that you may or may not be receiving. So now that that's all said, let's get into today's episode. So in session two, we're going to be talking about um, prenatal um, uh, prenatal birth, right, or um, preparing for birth, right? So I'm given, in this case study, I'm given two clients and two clients uh, that are experiencing birth differently, okay? So I am giving a uh, case study of client one who's gained a significant amount of weight and expecting to have a C-section. Client two has an active lifestyle, and expecting to have a natural birth. And so in today's session, we are going to look at some of the research that I found uh, very brief. Uh, and I'll then go ahead and go over my actual treatment plan for each individual client. So, in the research that I found in terms of pregnancy and meditation, studies have revealed that 31 women who practice meditation in their second trimester reported lower stress levels, anxiety, and overall positive outlook on their pregnancy. That small piece was pulled from the uh, WebMD article. And as we continue on to pregnancy and yoga, how yoga has an effect on the uh, pregnancy itself in the expectant mother, a study of 335 women found that those who practice yoga had fewer babies with low birth weight and fewer babies who were born prematurely compared to women who walked for an hour daily. I'll read that again. I found that very interesting. So a study of 335 women found that those who practice yoga have fewer babies with low birth weight and fewer babies who were born prematurely compared to women who just walked daily. I find that very interesting. So you have this movement, you know, this breast walking, uh, there's nature around, but the impact of being able to practice yoga, right? So there's movement, there's a connection of breath, right? There may be 
uh, affirmations or chants repeated, but there's this opportunity to connect with self and with baby. And that's 335 women. I find that very interesting that that study was done. And so pregnant women who also report improvements in sleep, uh, in sleep reductions in pain and preeclampsia risk, inability to manage weight gain, and improve recovery following pregnancy loss. And so this study was actually done on a meditation app. So they, I'll read it again. Pregnant women also report improvements in sleep, reduction in pain, preeclampsia risk, and an ability to manage the weight in recovery following, following pregnancy loss. Okay. So how does it affect the limbic brain? On physical level. So we're just going to talk about the brain a bit. And this is this article, this uh, passage was actually found on yogainternational.com. So the, on the physical level, the right hemisphere controls the left side of the body. Okay. Left side of the body is going to control the right. On the level of the subtle body, the lunar energy channel is connected to the right half of the brain and the solar energy channel is connected to the left side of the brain. So with all of that information, in 2010, studies found that subject who meditated for 30 minutes a day for eight weeks had a reduction of gray matter and an increased gray matter in the hippocampus, which plays a vital role in memory formation. Okay. And so a study published in the Journal of Neuroscience in April 2011, brain scans for the parental lobe revealed that meditation can dramatically reduce sensitivity to pain, even more than morphine. So that's really good information to know, you know, the, as we look at our clients and the one that's considering the, um, natural birth. And so, you know, not taking any medication or any, you know, um, maybe any other substances, then we definitely want to look at the studies, the, the findings of meditation. Right. So we definitely want to think about that in terms of the treatment plan. Or at least I will. <laughs> All right. So in the third trimester, so just kind of looking at the symptoms overall in terms of pregnancy, there's acid reflux, hemorrhoids, shortness of breath, breast tenderness, protruding belly button, difficulty sleeping, swelling in the fingers, face and ankles. And so also looking at someone who may be labeled as high risk or who's experiencing the weight gain in the C-section, then heavy birth weight, diabetes, premature birth, and high blood pressure may be some symptoms. All right, so now that we've covered some of that information, we start to look at the gunas. Tanya, what is that? <laughs> so before coming up with the treatment plan, I want to look at both of the clients. And so I want to look at the embodiment. 
What is the quality? Okay. And so there are three gunas. And those three gunas are Raja, Tama, and Sattva. Okay. And so I'll talk a little more about that. And so when I'm looking at the two clients, I'm wanting to get an understanding of the quality in which they're showing up to a yoga therapy session. And so Raja's, <clears throat> Raja's is that movement, it's energy, right? There's passion, there's desire, agitation, anxiety, uh, and maybe a sense of ego, <laughs> although we all have it. But there may be a little e e egotism in there when we're looking at the Raja, okay? So that's one quality. The other two, so Tama's is opposite of that Raja. This is someone that may be feeling a little dull, maybe a little dark, maybe experiencing depression. There may be some ignorance there. There may be some inactivity there, apathy. And so as you can, as you may be hearing, one is, is completely opposite of the other. However, if there is too much of any of the two, then that's what creates the imbalance. And so when there's an imbalance, then how do we bring the balance? So that is the sattva, S-A-T-T-V-A, -T okay? That is the balance. It's the harmony the positivity, the peace, the clarity, the light, the creativity, the openness, and the intelligence. So this is a space we may feel after a really good yoga practice <laughs> or after a really good meditation, okay? So now that we have that information, right? So I'm analyzing and I'm looking at the quality of each client, right? So we have, again, client one who's expecting a C-section and who's gained a significant amount of weight then we start to say, okay, there is a lot of Thomas here. So this, this person may be experiencing, we already know there's inactivity, right? Um, possible inactivity after we've gained some rapport. There may be some depression and there's some dullness there and we want to add some sattva, we want to add some balance. And so we want to, uh, you know, suggest some movement, suggest, uh, you know, um, a little bit of passion. We want to kind of wake her up a bit, give her some energy. <laughs> and so, and then we look at client two, who, um, again, we're looking at the quality, right? Not the, not the human. Um, and it's not a, you know, there's not a space of judging. It's a space of quality. How can we add better quality? into your, uh, you know, pregnancy term. And so client two, we know is very active, right? So they, they're, they're have a lot of movement, uh, and they're expecting a natural birth. Okay. So because they have what sounds like a pretty good balance on, on their, on their energy, it could be too much energy. And so we want to add in the opposite and allow space for rest. Okay. And maybe not too much rest. And so that's where we start to get into the case study and how I would approach 
the two individual clients with the treatment plan that I've created. Okay. So section, um, so client one that is expecting the C-section and experiencing the weight gain, we want to increase the Raja, as I mentioned before. So <clears throat> we want to start the day with the walking meditation. We want to get the body moving. Okay. We want to get the, the heart rate elevate, elevated slightly, not much, but just a bit right? Just enough to start to lubricate the joints, the tissues, and the muscles. And so how I like to approach it is morning, afternoon, and evening. I think the, the way that we close the day is just as important as how we start the day, but also in the afternoon, do we have that ability to check in with ourselves? And now that we're adding, you know, that's for every client, but now that we're working with someone who's pregnant, we really want to allow this uh, opportunity to check in with self, not only with self, but with baby, okay? So in this afternoon, because we, we had a slow approach with the walking meditation, now we want to start to add in a little bit more movement, right? Because we talked about this client being a little stagnant. <clears throat> and so to remove some of that flatness, that dullness, then we can suggest something like a 30-minute prenatal Hatha yoga flow. And I choose that because it's right in the middle uh, where we're holding those poses longer, maybe building up some warmth and strength and breath. And then we're going to cool it down with a sound bath in yoga nidra, right? So you can start to see that balance a bit. We started the day with the walking meditation, started getting the mind moving, the body moving, moving. And then we start to, in the afternoon, we schedule for, or we suggest a hatha yoga flow, an actual practice for about 30 minutes. And then we start to cool it down with a sound bath yoga nidra opportunity for a nap. Uh, as, as we mentioned, some of the symptoms with pregnancy and preparing for the baby is difficulty sleeping. So this is an opportunity to probably reclaim some of that rest that we should have gotten that night. So as we close for the evening, we want to start journaling right? Because if there's significant weight gain, uh, could be, could be, you know, challenges with, uh, you know, uh, wondering what life is going to look like post-pregnancy, right? There's, you know, could be lots of thoughts, ideas, you know, brain fog during pregnancy. So this is an opportunity to journal. Maybe asking yourself, what do I need in this pregnancy? What is shifting? How, how do I want to build a relationship with baby? With self? The outside world? Okay. And so after we stimulated the mind a bit, stimulated the body, then we want to just come back and close the evening with an Epsom salt bath and a massage. 
using calendula oil, which is nice and healing, really good for the skin as well. And so let's look at client two, opposite of client one who needs that movement, needs to get moving and to balance out some of that tomastic energy. We're going to look at a client that's complete, that's opposite of that. So client two is already active and again, expecting a natural birth. So we're going to increase again, uh, employ some of that tomastic energy. It's kind of, kind of ease, <laughs> kind of ease this pregnancy a bit, ease the, the trimester, whatever trimester they're currently in. Okay. So we'll start moving a little bit slower with morning journaling. What are the thoughts? What comes up instead of just starting the day and just completely getting active, start to write down What's showing up? What are we feeling? And then we'll go into a meditation and affirmations. I am fully grounded. I am fully capable. I am loved, right? So whatever those affirmations and affirmations that's needed, my body is healthy. And so in the afternoon, we're going to slow it down a little bit more with the guided yoga nidra. Because this client has an active lifestyle already, maybe a little bit later into the morning, there was some movement. And so there's a slowdown with a guided yoga nidra. So again, also, if there's lack of sleep at night, this is opportunity to, rec to reclaim rest. It's still active, right? It's still an active practice. Uh, however, it's still the ability a little, it's again, balance. It's that sattva. <laughs> and so in the closing of the night, we'll start with the uh, solar plexus restorative yoga. Okay, so just holding those poses a little bit longer, still active, but now just using support. What does it look like to have support around you? I think that's a really good thought during pregnancy. And because especially while baby is utilizing support of mother, mother can use support of the bolster, the blocks, the straps, the pillows. And closing with the warm bath and Epsom salts. Okay. And so from there, hopefully, you know, that delivery is a great sattva <laughs> delivery for both uh, and they can continue on um, with the plan if needed okay and so I invite you to maybe consider think about anything that may have showed up if you know someone close to you if you're currently pregnant um, or expecting 
Um, feel free to share this information. Or if you have questions, of course, you can always reach me at az.nomartrauma. Um, reach me via email or the website. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to this uh, to this session, this prenatal session. So, so excited to continue offering these series. And I'm so, so glad that you came back. If you, this is your first time listen, listening, feel free to listen to session one where we talked about prostate cancer. So again, thank you. And I look forward to seeing you back. Remember to live abundantly, love your authenticity and radiate organic happiness. But most importantly, live a life of no more trauma. Be well, namaste.